0: Hey, I'm Matt, I used to be a real someone, a real mover and shaker. And I had a good job, I was an account manager for the IRS. And yes, I know, the IRS is not everyone's favorite group of people. But as if that was not tough enough, I was recruited for a new outfit. Now, I'm one of the guys on the inside of the most epic moments in history. You know, I got in that grassroots level, but now, with this video, it's going to explode. I scraped up some footage from just one day alongside Jesus. telling once and for all of everything that you've heard is truth or folklore. Alright, so, the day begins. And Jesus is talking about uh, construction, something about sand versus rock foundations. But then, all of a sudden, this guy, I mean full of sores, from head to toe comes running up to Jesus. Did you see that? What felt the guy's arm? Did you see? I still think this is all just an urban myth. Alright, so a little bit later, uh, the soldier comes up to Jesus and everyone's thinking, alright, this is it. He's finally going to be getting arrested for all this attention he's been getting. But instead, the soldier asks Jesus to heal his paralyzed son. And then Jesus looks at him and says, go home. He is healed. And so, Pete seizes this moment, and his mother-in-law's been sick, and he brings her up to Jesus, and Pam, instantly, Jesus heals her. No! Then, a pack of demon-possessed people are brought to Jesus, and they're set free instantly. All right, so there's a mob now, and I can barely find a room to even see what's going on. And people are tugging on Jesus from every side, and you can tell he just wants to get away. So he jumps on a boat and heads out with his band brothers. So here we are on this boat. We're heading to the other side, and then all of a sudden, this huge storm hits. I mean, this is the kind of storm that like knocks your leg right from underneath It is going crazy. We can't even keep our balance on the boat. Is so lightning hits the mast. We're terrified. We're scared. And we, think, we have to wake up Jesus. It's our only option. So we wake up Jesus. He's needs to be completely is calm. Is he going to do something? Well, are going to die up here. He walks out and looks at the storm. The storm dies down. The wind ceases. And the water is completely still. So we finally hit the other side. And it, two <coughs> madness, the two, waving, madmen, of demons have their eyes set on demons. They come running up the hill, and delirious. But instead of attacking, they beg for mercy and it has to be sent into a herd of pigs and Jesus just says go and of course they do I know I know you're thinking I'm a lunatic but take it or leave it things are about to get really interesting I mean people don't go around doing the things like Jesus did and, and fly under the government's radar That did, not with that kind of power and I know even after all this some of you are still gonna wonder skeptical if Jesus is who he says he is
1: You guys hear me okay? Yeah. Alright. Cool, because I don't want to yell. Aww. But I know you want me to yell. Maybe if you yell like that, Like the stick. <laughs> I'm glad that some of my stories stick with you. <laughs> so have you guys uh, a lot of these things that that, that this guy was portraying on, on this video about Jesus walking along and you see that the guy with bumps all over his skin and he's healed. Oh, sorry. Uh, we, look who you're sitting next to. Oh, oh. So, anyways. No, it like <laughs> <laughs> okay, but focus with me, man. If it stinks, just you know, separate from each other. You don't know, deal with it like mature teenagers. Well, let's see. There's a whole sanctuary here. Oh, I don't know. Where are you going to go? Alright, so. You guys heard a lot of those stories. Some of the things that Jesus was doing and some of the miracles that He was doing. Have you guys heard of some of those miracles before? Have you guys not heard of some of those miracles? I've heard of them all. Yeah. Who? What? What? Are there any up there that you guys haven't seen or heard of before? I
0: haven't seen any of them. Well, heard. Okay. I was supposed to know if we haven't. Okay,
1: heard. Not seen. Heard. Huh? Have you heard of all of those miracles? No. No. Which one have you not heard of? <laughs> Which one? Okay. Do Do you guys have your Bibles? Does anybody have their Bibles with them tonight? Okay. we right. We're gonna look at Matthew. Uh, not Matthew.
0: <laughs>
1: We're gonna look at Mark eight. But most of those scripture or most of those uh, miracles that happened come out of uh, Matthew eight. In fact. In fact, if you have your Bible, so you can just turn there, um, Matthew 8 is only 34 four verses long. Um, but out of it, there's a, there's a bunch of the miracles that they talked about right here Jesus cleanses a leopard. And I don't know, if you turn to Matthew 8, you'll see a bunch of the titles. That's the cool thing about when you're reading through the Bible and you're flipping through the New Testament, especially the New Testament. And um, you're, you're going through the Gospels. And you're like, I wonder where it was that Jesus uh, healed uh, that, that guy's daughter, the centurion's daughter, the military guy. And you'd just be flipping through and you're like, oh, there it is right there. The title is right there. So that's really cool. If you guys don't know that, you'll know, check that out. But look at that. Jesus heals the centurion's servant. Uh, peter 's mother in law was healed uh, let 's see here many healed after the sun the sabbath the cost of discipleship you know the two demon possessed men are healed uh, matthew eight this is this is the new king james version but i 'm going to be reading out of the um, the scriptures I'm going to give you tonight are coming out of the New Living Translation, which I gave a lot of you guys some Bibles in the past, and most of those are uh, New Living Translations. So I encourage you guys to get in there because remember what Kayla was talking about last week about how she was like totally impressed with why, or in, impressed to know why some of these Christians were just so excited and why were they, why were they just so happy all the time? And, um, and she, she kept holding up her Bible and she's like, Have you guys ever read this? You know what's in this thing? <laughs> you remember that? She, that 's a testimony there because there, there's some good stuff in there, but you don 't know what 's in there until you get into it right well and that's kind of the, one of the purposes for iyg here is i want to I want to open up some of the 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 cool stuff that 's in the scripture for you guys tonight you guys ever heard about Jesus feeding the five thousand you ever heard of Jesus feeding the four thousand yeah what you got a question well, we were just looking at Matthew 8. We weren't actually reading anything out of there, but go ahead and if you want to turn there, feel free to, to go there. Um, but let me ask you some questions as we start. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. What are, what are some things that we need? What are, what are things that we can't survive without? Water. water. We need water. Food. Food. Yeah, some people food. need more food than others. Food TV. TV. <laughs> That's, the That's debatable. Okay, Justin, you had your hand up? No? You're just twisting your hair? Okay, all good. <laughs> what are some other things that, you, that we need to survive in life? Air. air. Need air. Four walls. Food, water, then essentials, right? Clothing. Does anybody need clothing? Oh, yeah. 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 Some people need clo- more clothing than others, I have to admit. <laughs> okay. okay, but what about this? So you guys are pretty, pretty good on the needs here. We know what the needs are. What are some of the wants? Money. TV, money, okay. Clothes. I guess it can be a need and a want. Fettuccine sauce. <laughs> fettuccine sauce, okay. my
0: cousins to
1: be all together again That's a decent one. That's a good one to have. Totally. Right on. You said fettuccine sauce and rice. Is that like some kind of Italian tapioca pudding or something? <laughs> No, I like putting feta cheese sauce on my on my pizza. I think that's really wow. good, especially the four cheese. Like
0: started, oh, so good. Yeah, you stuttered like my,
1: mama, my, my my, my pizza. Mama, mama, mama. Yeah, you know what? It causes you to listen. insane, aren't you? Yeah, that's that's the issue right there. Uh, okay, well let's check this out. Some of you guys, um, who here has not heard, has not heard of the feeding of the five thousand. Okay, how about the four thousand? Okay, we're going to talk about it. Let's go to Mark eight. Before Caleb throws this up. That's okay. She's already got up there. That's all right. Just go ahead and turn to your Bibles to Mark 8. I want you guys to see the the other cool thing about um, about the Bible is the different translations. Dude, oh yeah. Isn't that a killer wave? Dude you, you can watch it where his dropping was, man. I yeah. Can you imagine doing?
0: that, dude? Is
1: that real? Imagine that wipeout. Oh yeah. That's nothing compared to some of them. There's
0: these yeah. There,
1: I, there's this one guy who okay. he, his feet have to be strapped into the board and he has to be Oh yeah. cuz if he does Oh yeah. totally. Up. Okay. Now, in the big picture here, um, this is what we're talking about I like the, I call this this the big picture and you'll see why here in a second, but I want to um but I want to read the scripture first. Mark 8, 1 through 21 Y'all got that in your Bible? It's on page uh, 1657. I'm I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. Uh, I I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mark is the third book of the of uh, the Gospels. It goes Matthew, Mark, Luke, John.
0: Mark eight,
1: what? Eight one. We're going to read eight one through twenty one, but then we're going to go back and we're going to hit it throughout tonight. Uh, really, I only have two pages of notes notes here tonight, so you guys can hang with me, right? Yeah. Cool. Unless I start getting on rabbit trails. Etta? Etta, Etta. Etta? I haven't been called Edda since like fifth grade. Are you Hi, Yeah, as a joke. Edward. Uh, I prefer Ed Ball, but yeah. Edward. Yes, sir. <laughs> we 'll do what we can, man if you guys pay attention, I can get through my notes we 're good all right okay here we go. What I want you to do is um, if you guys can 't find it that 's okay check the check the screen because i 'm going to read it out of the King James version. I want you guys to see how it looks on the new living translation version. okay The new living translation is just another para- it 's a paraphrase what they call a um, another way of saying something okay so check this out um, mark eight one in those days, the multitude. Being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the multitude, because they have now continued with me three days and have had nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their own houses, they will faint on the way, for some of them have come from afar. Then his disciples answered him, How can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? And he asked them, How many loaves of bread do you have? And they said, Seven. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to his disciples to set out before all the people. And they set them before the multitude. They also had a few small fish, and having blessed them, he said to, he said to set them also before them, so that they, so they ate and were filled, and they took up seven large baskets of leftover fragments. Now those who had eaten, eaten were, all, were about 4,000, and he sent them away. Immediately, he got into the boat with his disciples and came out to the region of Della Manutha. F- <laughs> yeah, aren't you, don't you wish you were the person that got the name in some of these cities? Okay, continuing on. Then the Pharisees came out and began to dispute with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven testing him. But he sighed deeply in his spirit and said... Why does this generation seek a sign? Assuredly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation. So get your heads on straight. No, I mean, you know, that was the, that was the, you know, the Greek. No. But he, then Jesus turns, and this is cool, he says, to, um, he says, And he left them, and getting into the boat again, he departed, he departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread and they, did not have more than, they didn't have more than one loaf with them in the boat. Then He charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It's because we have no bread, isn't it? But Jesus, Jesus being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Have your eyes... Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, can you not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000 people like 10 minutes ago? How many baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said to him, 12. Also, guys, when I broke the seven for the 4,000 in chapter 6, how many large baskets full of fragments did you take up then? And they said, seven. So he said to them, how is it that you don't understand (laughs) I <laughs> yeah, not only did he do it once, he did it once before before that in chapter six. now, but you know let me let me let me share something with you. You guys have ever heard of the story about uh the four blind men that they sent out, and they set them in front of a an elephant, what? okay an that? elephant, an elephante. <laughs> Okay, you know what an elephant is, right? We're all clear on an elephant? Dumbo, ears, nose, okay, cheese, okay. So, they set these four blind men in front of the, this elephant, and they all touch different parts of the elephant, right? And they're all told to describe what they, what they think it is, right? So, let's go to this next screen. This is what number one said. He said, uh, well, he was feeling the trunk, and he, he thought, well, this is just a big snake, the other guy, was he was touching a leg, and he said, well, this is obviously a tree. And the other guy, was he touched the side and said, this is obviously a massive wall. And the last guy was holding on to his tail, and he said, this is obviously a rope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a so... So based on the limited facts of these these four blind men, they each came up with a different conclusion of what it was, right? So fact, guys, I want you to catch this right now. Fact will never supersede truth. Okay, so everybody say it with me. What about the ears? They don't have the ears on there. Fact will never supersede ears? No, saying there's something more the ear.
0: Yeah, like cheese. I only four people. I smoke cheese. There's only four people, though. I all
1: All right, now hit the space bar. Let's see what we got. Yeah, fact will never supersede (laughs) truth. Okay? Never. It's still an elephant. I smell
0: peanuts
1: in there. (laughs) (laughs) The fact is, it might feel like a wall. It might feel like a a rope. It might feel like a tree. It might feel like a snake. But it's still an elephant, right? The fact fact is, it's an elephant. The truth is that it's an elephant. Yeah, you can re-fire it if you want. Oh I'm yeah, totally. Like totally. Like ten
0: like foot elephant, I went up and just straight up hugged the trunk, dude, and it like picked you up, dude. <laughs> That'll totally yeah, pick you up.
1: <laughs> Those things can be, they can get aggressive, you know.
0: Are you gonna hit? Strong. If you hit the top of their head, like right where their trunk is, if they're trained, you like hit them right on top of the head, like yeah. hard. Oh yeah. They'll put their head
1: down, and you can like pet them on oh, top. Oh yeah, dude. No, totally. When I was in Thailand. Oh, that's we went on a, a, a trip or, uh, I don't know what they call it, an excursion or something My through elephants. the through the rainforest and we all got to ride on top of elephants. And possible. the the guy sat between the neck and the ears, and yeah. put the ears over his legs, and they had no kidding this thing that was probably about that long. It had a hook on it on one side, and the other side it had like, looked like a hammer. And to get the, get the elephant to do what they wanted it to do, they would beat it on the head. <laughs> they would take the hook and they'd hook the ear and they'd turn it. There's a message in there somewhere. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh and i got
0: to and i got to feed an elephant i got to hold a piece of bamboo and like he took it i was like give him a peanut yeah <laughs> oh yeah dude and That's a misconception
1: the but like, guys let's talk about this i want to what we're talking about here is the big picture you know we get little pieces of this and this and this and we try to formulate what we think it is right um a lot of the time our circumstances come up when we tend to analyze the wrong elements of what god is saying okay um uh, I'm not going to expand on that quite yet, but you know we we waste a lot of this time trying to put pieces in place that really shouldn't even be there. Let me let me go somewhere else here, okay? Let me read this little story to you. A visitor from the Soviet Union. It's not no longer the Soviet Union, right? Um, but the Soviet Union. His name was Yakov. Yakov. Okay. Okay, Yakov. He said that when he went into a, a grocery store, he came to he came to the states, All right? And uh, this is the first time in the States, and he said he was just so amazed at some of the things that he saw. He saw powdered milk. All you had to do was add water, and you got milk. Then he saw powdered orange juice. All you had to do was add water, and you got what? Orange, orange, juice. orange juice. Right. So what do you think happened when he saw baby powder? <laughs> Ew. He said, this place is just amazing. What a country. I love America. Yeah, true story, actually. I like okay, so, <laughs> but look at this. If we only look at each little part, we draw the wrong conclusion. There's, there's more to it, right? What if he really thought that if you I had water, that will that I get like awesome. a baby? You could
0: like make a baby and then like let it dry <clears> out, and the baby <throat> would just turn back to powder and put it in the bottle, and
1: then like. That's kind of how uh, those little uh, sea monkeys work, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> but, like I said, if we take a look at each little part, a lot of times we draw the wrong conclusion without looking at the whole picture. Okay, in order to see the big picture, we need to understand... What God is after. Okay, there's little pieces in the scriptures, and if we don't understand what's called the meta-narrative of the Bible, which means the whole God story from Old Testament Genesis to Revelation and New Testament, you know, we just get little pieces here, and sometimes we come up with our own theology, which means um, our version of God, basically. <clears throat> so what do we do? We got. I mean, that's this, just take this as a challenge right now. You know, the Bible is so deep and so immense; and it might feel so overwhelming at times. But the more you stick with it, the more you start seeing the heart of God, the more you start seeing all the facets of what God has. But we don't see the big picture until we really start building our relationship and, and solidity around Him. We, start, we, we come up with doubt, doubtful questions about why bad things happened or, or why even good things happened to bad people. But people that ask those questions a lot of times don't have a full understanding of who's God, who God is, where His heart is. What are they trying to get him, get us to learn? And you know what? A lot of times we can't explain things, guys. We can try to do it scientifically, philosophically. We can try to come out with our own version of what it is or what it's supposed to mean. But if we don't go first to God for their answers, what's going to happen is we're going to come up with our own answers and it's going to, it's going to fall short. It's going to totally fall short. So what do you think he's after when Jesus Jesus teaches us something or God teaches us something um, like he did to the disciples on that day. What do you think he's trying to do? Show us something, Show us something. okay. Squirrel. squirrel. No, Jesus it is there. Right? Sure it <laughs> sounds like a squirrel, but it Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, when you're reading through the New Testament, through the Old Testament, this is what, especially what Jesus is talking, and he's talking to his disciples and people that, that he's got in the crowd, what he's showing us when, when he's going through these parables and stuff, he's he's trying to get us to understand a lesson of faith, a lesson of faith. Okay, we need to see things. We need to see things from the perspective and act accordingly to it. The perspective of Jesus. Okay, here Jesus is, is talking and teaching his disciples to walk by faith, knowing that God will actually supply their needs. We're out in the middle of nowhere and all we have is a loaf of bread and some fish. What are we gonna do? You're, you're with the Almighty. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> right? But isn't that... What, what happens to you though? What happens to you when all the money runs out? Your mom and dad are out of work. Do we flip out? What are we going to do? Hey, you're Christians, right? <laughs> what happens is the Bible says that He will supply all of our needs according to His riches and glory. Okay, but I want you to look at the two different um, feedings in the, in the New Testament. Remember when I said in chapter six there was another feeding of the four thousand? So l- let's just look at these real quick and compare them to each other. Okay, and then I have a, a kind of a trick question for you. Okay, uh, Mark eight nineteen through twenty one. In the New Living Translation, it says this: We read this earlier. You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? What about the 5,000 men I fed with five loaves of bread? How many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterward? Twelve. How many? Twelve, twelve they said. Twelve. And when I fed the 4,000 with seven loaves, how many large baskets, now large baskets of leftovers, did you pick up? Seven. Everyone say seven. seven. Okay. Don't you understand even yet? He asked them. Now, let's compare the second verse, okay? No, I'm, I'm on a roll here. Let's, let's keep moving. You can't take over everything. I'm the one preaching. All right? <laughs> so, uh, go back to that last slide. glasses. That's all right. And uh, fire the next one. There we go. They all ate as much as they wanted, and they picked up 12 baskets of leftover bread and fish. This is that of Mark 6. 5,000 men had eaten from those 5,000 loaves. I'm sorry, five loaves, not five thousand. Duh, <laughs> but so we see we got four thousand up here, we got five thousand down here. Okay, so in which instant incident was there more leftover?
0: The smaller one. The bigger
1: one. There's a sign that's supposed to come across. There it is. Okay, yeah. In which incident was there more leftover?
0: Five and Twelve. I said four.
1: Was there more left over in Mark 8 or more left over in Mark 6? Mark 8. Mark 6.
0: Mark 6. Mark 6. 8.
1: 6. Okay. 5. Now, here we have how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterwards? There, there were 12, right? It says 12 baskets. Down here, let's see here, where is this? Oh, in um, the next one it says... Then when I fed the four thousand with seven loaves, then there are how many large baskets of leftovers did you pick up? So the large baskets that were left over were where I've lost my track here. As much as they wanted, they picked up twelve baskets. Okay. Hmm. Seven or twelve? Seven or twelve? Twelve large basket. Well. In fact, check this out, okay? Mark 6, the word for basket means 12 count. Yeah. It means a wicker container in which travelers usually carried food on. Remember, they were out in the wilderness, right? Carried the baskets. <clears throat> and what we just read, they collected seven baskets, which is, in the latter passage, means a storage basket. I mean, big, like you would put your Christmas stuff in. Large enough so that Paul... Now, there's a story in um, Acts 9.25... Um, you guys, uh, you guys know who Paul is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Homeboy. He was the homeboy of who? Me? Jesus. I
0: I back in high Paul he in my is train.
1: he really that tall? I mean, Paul Buns. No, no, I'm not talking about Paul Bunyan. It's not the <laughs> folklore, okay? Bible truth, <laughs> okay. I never, I never <clears throat> Did I say truth will never supersede fact, or fact will never supersede truth? What? What? Do you remember when what? I said that?
0: No, I don't. Fact,
1: Fact. will never supersede truth. There you go. Fact <laughs> will never supersede truth. Now, look at this. Damascus, um, in Acts 9.25, this is what happened. We're talking about basket sizes now, okay? Who's a basket case in here? What's that mean? Oh. I'm a basket case. That's uh, another name for a crazy person. Okay. i
0: a briefcase. That's even
1: better. <laughs> okay, Acts 9.25, it says this. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down through the wall in a large basket. Wow, what a coincidence. It says large basket in here. Large basket. Well, in that kind of a basket, we're talking a, bo- a basket big enough to hold a body. <laughs> <laughs> a body. How would you like to be in that basket? i <laughs> would be a taco. <laughs> okay. You guys... Now, obviously, which one had more?
0: Seven large.
1: Seven large. People with four thousand. Seven
0: large. Oh, I told you guys. Oh.
1: Good job. Okay, so Jesus, you guys, you know, when Jesus, you guys heard stories about Jesus, he was always talking about the kingdom of God, right? And that just seems it kind of it kind of becomes the the focus on everything that we talk about when we talk about Jesus, isn't it? Hmm. You remember? You remember what, remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to all tell Javier what he's just agreed to? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. Yes. See, I just proved my point. <laughs> Nobody's listening. Okay, okay. Well, Jesus is talked about a lot in the Bible um, about about kingdom business, which is true. Okay, but it wasn't his only focus. His focus was also um, to meet the needs of the people. And Mark um, Mark sa- says in verse two. Eight, verse two, that Jesus had compassion on the people because they had hardly been there with him for three days, and the nearest town would have been too far to be able to go back and feed all these people. So he does this miracle. You guys get the picture yet? Yeah. Middle of the, of nowhere. Good. Think of think of being down in Lucerne Valley. That's that Woo! way, right? In the you middle of the desert. In that big field and Holcomb Valley,
0: and the nearest
1: town is Lucerne Valley, and you're sitting there just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. So But the Bible says that these guys are starving. They're hungry. There's no food, and Jesus could have just said, "It's okay. I'm preaching here. They'll get over it. They can find some twigs when I'm done. Chew on something." But Jesus had compassion. The Bible says in verse two, he had compassion. That means he loves. He wants to take care of his people, the people that love him, right? So, what kind of need was met here for the people, guys? So, spiritual need or a physical need?
0: Both. Both. Both.
1: Both. How many people say spiritual need? The she, she yeah. Okay, how many say physical need? That's I got two votes out of 10, 20, 15 people here or so. Yeah. Um, I'm saying both.
0: <laughs> I'm saying <for> both. <laughs> I
1: say both too. I'm both? I'm both? Well, which one is the most obvious here? Physical. Physical, right? Both. Okay. Physical. Physical was the first need, okay? The main need that Jesus that we're focusing on right here was Jesus was focusing on feeding the people because he was he was sorry for them. He was sad, you know. He wanted to help them out. So, and Jesus, as he meets our physical needs, he meets our mental and emotional needs as well as our spiritual needs. So you guys need to hear that, hear that right now. Jesus isn't just concerned about your physical needs. He isn't just he's concerned about them. He's not just concerned about your emotional needs, but he is. He loves you. He, wants you. he wants you to be totally emotionally whole. He's, he cares about your spiritual needs. He cares about your mental, your emotional, psychological. Mark says that, we're, that they were all satisfied. Every one of them were satisfied. And yet there was all this leftover. Do you guys see the parallel here? What do you think Jesus is trying to tell us now? Why is there leftovers? Because he doesn't want to just, prove, just pass our needs. He wants to overabundant blessings. Yeah, he wants to surpass them. He wants to go. He wants to give us beyond what we need. His grace is enough. It's not like he just gives you. I mean, a little bit of grace that he has can cover a multitude of sin. Sure, but he wants to give you so much more. But he's also looking at your heart. Um. There was all this leftover. Jesus is able to supply, guys, all of our needs, and then some. Jesus wanted his disciples to see that they could depend on him for all of their needs. How many? All All of their needs. Jesus filled their empty souls and their empty stomachs. Okay? I want you to look at Matthew 6.33. This is an important, important scripture. If you guys can memorize this by next week, I'll I'll give you something. I mean, it'll be worth it. But if you come to me next week yeah. and repeat yeah. this know, scripture, you, to grow your hair out. you don't want that? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. he just ends yeah. up to you, like have to you, uh, <laughs> you have to grow your hair out if you all memorize that. No, it. No, he
0: wears a dress. No, you he has to grow his hair
1: out. If I'm going to grow my hair out, it's not going to be for one scripture. It's
0: going to be so okay, so if you could do a four four chapter, Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: Alright. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you. Want me, you want me to dress up like men in tights or something? No, wear my
0: not shorts, <laughs> like over here.
1: Okay. Who's going to read this for me? Read it with passion. I'm to
0: read it with passion.
1: Read it with passion, Travis. <laughs>
0: and, this, and this same God who takes care of me will supply all our needs to yeah, the Yeah,
1: the top one. Matthew 6.33.
0: And He will give you all you need from day to day if you live for Him and make the kingdom of God
1: your primary concern. And He will give you all of your needs from day to day if you live for Him and make the kingdom of God your primary concern. Passion! Passion. (laughs) Philippians 4.19 I think is a good verse to accompany this. It says, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from His glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ. Now again, this is New Living Translation, but another translation says that uh, God will supply all your needs according to His riches in glory. Not according to ours, so he 's going to give you your daily needs he 's going to give you exactly what you need, but not what you think you need a lot of the, a lot of the times okay now we 're almost done here, so um, I want you guys to see one other part in, in, in mark eight um, verse twelve said that uh, it says that the Pharisees were giving him trouble. Do you remember that? Do you remember me reading that? You remember me reading where after Jesus broke the second time? Broke the bread and fed the, the four thousand. Yeah. He got on the boat, and went over to the other side, and the Pharisees were giving him trouble, right? Yeah, I remember that. And Jesus was like, huh, "Yeah, not in your lifetime, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> <good> long, <laughs> <good> long, <laughs> There's always going to be somebody out there, guys, who wants to argue with you and take away what you believe because they're not happy seeing you happy.
0: you're not being happy yes. just makes them not happy but they think they're happy, Exactly.
1: They're happy. You, you got know? it. You got it. Did anybody follow him? You, just, you can follow him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's people out there that just want to pick fights, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, look, you're a Jesus lover. Huh? Okay, I was at the skate
0: park yesterday and I accidentally hit this skate park. I'm oh, no, no, so sorry, man. He's like, go oh, get it, mother Beaver, and I was
1: like, no, you oh, go
0: get it. And he almost started fighting fight. I want to get in my fight with me, and he left. And my friend was like, dude, I'm glad he didn't get in a fight with
1: him. He would have really hurt him because he, this kid was like this tall and he was a tort. And I was like, uh, what's it have to do with know? anything?
0: You said people are always try to start fights, and I'm just like, yeah. People, you know,
1: well, I'm talking about okay, people that want to um, they want to they want to argue with what you believe. Well, you know, like, well, how can you believe in Jesus? There's no there's no fact. There's no. There's no evidence that Jesus ever lived, right? There's people like that that just want to get in your face, right, and try to discourage you and take you down, right? You yeah, got a fight like that? Yeah, theological fights, sure. The Pharisees, guys. The Pharisees. You'll hear about the Pharisees and the Sadducees as you read through the New Testament. But the Pharisees, just remember this: the Pharisees, they just weren't fair. You see? They aren't Yeah. Yeah. And the Sadducees, they're just. Sad. Back, you see? You see? Okay. So,
0: <laughs>
1: but this is what's got to happen, guys. You can't associate with these guys all the time. You can be friends, and mere acquaintances, but if you end up becoming alongside with these guys and being best buds, the Bible says that you're going to end up becoming like them. You need to surround yourselves with strong Christians, not ones that just talk the talk and don't, don't walk, walk the walk. walk. Talk, talk, because their talk talks louder than their walk walks. What? Like Joey, I could say walk, to you right now that your talk talks and your walk walks, but your talk talks louder than your walk walks. Actually,
0: Dude, you hear me when I walk, man. You haven't heard me walk.
1: <laughs> we need to separate ourselves from people like this. Jesus did it, guys. Jesus is our, our like our role model, right? In yeah. <clears throat> <The> fact, <laughs> in fact, he said that he said to watch out for people like this. Or that if you if you do if you if you don't, you're gonna keep going the way that you're going, you're never gonna grow in the things that God has for you. Okay, so we're kinda of lighthearted right now, right? We're kind of getting, maybe getting a little bit of conviction on us, right, from the ed ball about who your friends are, right? <laughs> the Bible says to get along with friends that are gonna sharpen you, that are gonna make you stronger in the Lord. Okay, but as, a, as we get to a close here, I'm going to show a video. And then I'm going to come back and say something, and we're just going to close. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Wow.
0: Fall off the
1: swing, <laughs> right? Shut <laughs> That's for <who else. laughs> <laughs> Chris.
0: Oh, I'll get it. Hi, oh, how are you going? I just want you to know that Jesus really loves you. Jesus free. I just want you to know that Jesus really loves you. Not
1: pizza? Nah, not pizza. Some Christian Jesus freak.
0: I just
1: wanted you to know that Jesus loves you. He's got the answer
0: for your
1: (laughs) life. Hey, do you guys remember when I was reading earlier that... uh, So all the disciples were hanging out on the boat, Right. They're they're underneath the poop deck. And, boy, you guys don't know much any terms, do you? Uh, well, you got the starboard bow, which is the right side. The port is the left side. The poop deck is what you walk on. And uh, okay, so you ever hear the term "go swab the poop deck"? Okay. Oh,
0: I'm good with that.
1: Okay. So. Remember the part where the disciples are underneath the, they're they're on the deck and they're they're chatting away yeah. and they go uh-oh we only have one piece of bread left what are we going to do Nobody's, nobody nobody in the boat jumped up and said hey remember when Jesus just broke the bread
0: 2 minutes ago 2 minutes <laughs> ago He's on
1: the boat <laughs> Not only that, but don't you think Jesus knows this by this point? That they might be hungry? Jesus jumps back out of them and says, Hey guys, have you not heard? Do you, not, you have eyes you can't see? You have ears you can't hear? I've, I've told you these things. How is Jesus going to look at you? Say, say he showed up tonight at the end of service and said, uh, Hey, so what would you learn? <laughs> Uh, some guy punched some guy out because he said that Jesus loves you. <laughs> and Jesus goes, "Hey, that's me."
0: I love you. How
1: is Jesus going to respond to us? How are we going to respond to Jesus? Because one day the Bible says that a lot of us, maybe even some in this room, but one day we're going to stand before Jesus on what's called the judgment seat. And he's gonna. We're gonna be a, giving an account for everything that we've done. There's gonna be some that that make it in. There's gonna be some that the Bible says that just escape by like the flames, just barely escaping the flames and making it to heaven. You know. But when we stand there before him that day and we say, God, look at all the things I've done for you. I went to youth group every week. I prayed. I did this. I did this. And the Bible says. Those things were great. The God, God, Bible says that God says those things were great, but I have never knew you. Now go away from me. Let that sit for a second. Feel that. But I want you guys to know this. His grace is enough. He never gives up on us. He's a, the Bible says that there's a host of heaven up there saying, Go! Go, Hav! Go, Justin! Fight the good fight! Make it worth it! <coughs> Excuse me. But nothing, guys, in Romans it says nothing, Romans it says nothing can separate us from the love that God has for, him, for us. But we can hurt God's heart. Have you ever done something that hurt your parents' heart so bad? And you were just felt like so crushed and like, oh I can't believe I just did that to like one of the best people in my lives in my life. Think of God. I want you guys to be encouraged though, because even if He's working on you guys. If He's working on you tonight, even during worship or whatever, and, and, or you're just trying to live out your life and you accidentally fall back into some sin or something that you know that, that you've struggled with, I want you to know that, yeah, it might hurt God's heart, but He's still right there wanting you to come to Him and say, I'm sorry. And God's going to be like, you know what, you're forgiven. He's going to shower grace and mercy upon you. He's going to wrap you in His arms. He's going to say, you know what, that's okay. Just keep trying, you know? If you make a concert effort to stay right and stay tight, see everyone say, stay right and stay tight, stay right and stay right. then you're on a good path, okay? Don't let people try to get down in your, in your face and say that you're worthless and you're nothing because you can't hold it together. You can't, you know what? That, that's just That's not conviction, that's condemnation, that's from the enemy, and that's not going to draw you closer to God. We should all strive to go after God. So I, I, I just pray that you guys put your hearts into what you believe and let people see it by the way you live, okay? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Father God, tonight we just we commit everything that we heard tonight to into your, your care. Lord God, that I pray that you would, you would um, just change our lives now from the inside out as we sang tonight, Lord God, that we, um, we, we take this information, Lord God, and that by your Holy Spirit that you would remind us of something when we're in the midst of struggle or trials or testing, Lord God, and we, we, we wonder where you are in the midst of all it. And we can say, you know what? I remember the loaves and the five fish. You, you had compassion upon them. And the Bible says that you have more compassion on us. God, I pray that you would help us to turn to you and understand that, Lord God. Make it more real as we, as we strive to understand who you are and know your heart, God. God, we give you our lives tonight, Lord God. Until we meet again, I pray that you would just be with every, every youth in here tonight, Lord God and encourage them on the summer break uh, as we give you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thanks, guys. Get into a cell group this week. And we'll see you next week.